0: Oh, my God. Uh, Sammy, I need to, like, I need to lie down.
1: (laughs) Ladies and
0: gentlemen, two fighters enter. One fighter leaves the room.
1: I'm gonna say, could twenty, could twenty twenty you... get any worse? Ah! Uh. Ah! He wants his respect. Uh. I want my respect. Hey, I, you know what? Hey, I'll I'll give him respect. Congratulations, LeBron! LeBron, you just went from number three on my list to number two. Congratulations. Talk about respect, right there. Who's in front of him? <laughs> Who's in front of him? Who's in front I'm of kidding, him? I'm kidding. He was he was always he was... number two, and probably always will be. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that later. Uh America, you got to admit, it was pretty funny here Julian get mad for a second when I said you you he went from number 3 to number 2. I was going to carry on the joke and say Jack Sigma was that number 2. <laughs> Who who's
0: who's that who's that player that you had on your 2K team that we fought about? Tom Chambers. Tom yeah, Chambers I number t- 2 all time? Yeah. Um I I we'll I we, we'll, we'll we'll save this for later. We'll okay. save this for later. Um the NBA Finals just happened. <laughs> and, um, I have never been so grateful um, for a friend of mine to get me a Lakers jersey than I have been for Sammy. Thank you, Sammy, for giving me the visual ammunition to destroy you. de roy you Um... Bad move, retro like retrospectively on your part. Yeah, there's a reason I'm not going to be on this podcast next week, people. <laughs> um, Sammy's. G- <laughs> it's been
1: this has been a pretty bad 2020. I lose my job with Disney. LeBron wins the champion. I think LeBron Whoa! winning this championship is worse than me losing my job at Whoa! Disney.
0: Like, <laughs> woo! I'm collecting unemployment, and I feel like I'm the head of a Forbes 500 company right now. God. Uh, um, I feel amazing. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have never... Hmm, to all of the people. Now, we'll, we'll, you know what? No, no. I want to save my victory lap for later. Well, can I just talk about um, who the real so, MVP
1: in this whole finals was? It was actually Mike Breen. Thank you, Mike Breen, for being the commentator for the NBA finals. I thought you were going to say yeah. something else. Oh, no, no. Oh, Bro- hey, script. Bronny. Hey,
0: Bronny, you the real MVP, man. Oh, my God. Bronny, like, rest in peace, Bronny. <laughs> don't, guys, I don't care who you are. Um, Don't ever smoke weed, legal or illegal, on your live story for fear of the wrong people seeing it um rest in peace Bronny. i bet he was hoping for a game seven um labelt is coming back to <laughs> back to the house
1: this is gonna be worse than the one bias incident people were saying Bronny was gonna be better than LeBron james but now we'll never know
0: we'll never I know i don't know man um this is about to be like he's gonna get a whooping when papa comes back oh my goodness
1: he already is back. He bought his daughter a baby house in the backyard. Oh, it's on ESPN.
0: And that's fine. Hey, thank you ESPN.
1: Hey, hey ESPN, I get it. Lakers won the
0: championship. Thank you for reminding me for the 12th time today. Oh, wait, that reminds me. Happy 17th. Champagne pop for them tying the all-time record for championships. Woo!
1: Woo! I really can't I really cannot argue back considering I was like, I was on the Kawhi train and I'm wearing the Clippers jersey and you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. So I can't, I can't be, I know you're repping LeBron. I know you're not really repping the Lakers, Kobe. but for the records, for the record, this was the most hated Lakers team I've ever hated of all This
0: time. is for you!
1: God man, why did I think I'm more upset about why in God's Green Earth did Kyle Kuzma have to win a championship? <laughs> I signed that petition. I signed the petition that is saying he should not get a ring. You know who else won a championship, Sammy? Rondo, yes. Thank
0: you. For not writing. just him. Javert McGee! McGee. <laughs> God, there's so many people on that team! Just, ah! The people! Just the people that LeBron uh. earned championships for! Dwight Howard said dreams do come true on his Instagram live. This is the biggest
1: reason why I did not want the Lakers to win. I'm like, hey, Miami, thank you for screwing me in the butthole. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Cancun on three. Don't worry, Miami. I'm going
0: with you this weekend. Going to Cancun. Yo, I'm feeling really – I got really sweaty just now. (laughs) I'm so Uh, sweaty. (laughs) Oh, God. Are you going to that L.A. parade too? Um – uh, will I risk COVID to celebrate one of the great championship stories of all time? I can stay with my sister yeah. in LA. <laughs> hey,
1: there you go. I, I was hoping you were gonna say yes yeah. and be like, You mean <laughs> to tell me I'm gonna risk my life for
0: the Lakers parade? Hell yeah! I thought you... <laughs> Um Dwayne Reed and Walgreens do free tests now. Oh. I'm <sighs> so down. All right, you were saying, you were saying, you were saying. Okay, so Mike Mike Breen, hey, Mike
1: Breen, you're the real winner. You're you're the only reason I watched the uh, the NBA Finals. Um, Bang! Bang! Anthony Davis from downtown bakes it in. God, man, he is so exciting to listen. He gives me chills. So, for example, for me, my favorite moment that I've heard him is with Derrick Rose hitting the game winner against the the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game Three of the was it the semi the Eastern Conference semifinals and he like or uh, Derrick Rose gets the ball he's like uh you know we'll go he's like bang Derrick Rose from downtown like that that was that's one of my favorite moments I know everyone talks about Steph Curry and the Luka Doncic giving the double bangs that's that those are definitely memorable moments those are great. But I guess the one that gave me chills was the was definitely the the Derrick Rose shot.
0: And he's so uh inextricable from so many iconic NBA moments. For example, like uh capping off uh Linsanity in Toronto.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, like yeah. that that that's that stupid head nod.
1: That's a great one.
0: Ray the Ray Allen 3. Spoiler alert, that is my like favorite bang call of all time. Uh That is a very good one. But I cannot like, ignore that one. Right up there is also, um, uh, I think from that same, I'm not sure if it was that same playoffs, but it was the same team, um, Mike Miller with one shoe. That's the same game. Same exact Mike game. Miller with one shoe. Yeah. Um, that was incredible. Uh, man literally took off with a sock on. Uh, but so it goes to show you, uh, regardless of who plays the game, right? You can have... A wildly incredible season with no live audience, no stadium, just 10 guys and then like a bench and then some custodial people and then coaches. If you have a good production and a good announcing team, a good commentator, team, battle. Yep. um, or you could be the NFL with Joe Buck. Suffice it to say, an announcer and a good commentator can make a game, <clears throat> right? Yeah, can make an entire broadcast. So that brings us to our first undercard. Sammy, this is a great idea. Um, I love this one. <laughs> death match for the best sports commentating personality from TV and film. Uh, uh, there were a lot of really cool ideas. Um, <laughs> one of my early picks was: Do you remember uh, Star Wars Episode One? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The yes. the commentators from the Pod Race. Oh, is that a two-for-one deal? Is that, was yeah. that a two-for-one deal? Yeah, man. Like the, Sorry, like the like counted. We're, we're counting bodies, not heads here. <laughs> they were sick. No, I loved them. They were so cool. Um, uh, so that's that's one. I wish that we did, like, personalities. I would love to see Emeril do mm. uh, commentating. Yes. Replace Bang with Bam. What, 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 what you got?
1: So it's going to be the Fox Sports Network. They are um it is game one or they're actually going to be commentating all of the american league championship series uh, okay. in baseball so it's going to be mlb on fox at um the uh not the color, not the color commentator but the guy who's reading the stats the uh-huh. stat line uh-huh. is gonna be none other than ron burgundy Damn it. I took my pick. Damn it. <laughs> well, my hey, pick. you know, I have like 12 people, so I'll give you that one. Alright, I'll take Ron Burgundy. And I've got my guy, Dick Pepperfield, from the Flint, Michigan Trapics! Ooh,
0: okay. <laughs> Dick Pepperfield. Yes. Hey, that's Dick a, Pepperfield? Alright, what was was that was that a was that a cheap move, you taking a sports caster from like a sports movie where you played a sports caster? No, it was fictional. It was fictional. So they, the the team never existed. All right. Most of these people I
1: have are from the sport, but they're so corny, they they're so stupid. Right next to Dick Pepperfield, uh, who will be the color the color commentator is none other than my boy from backyard baseball, Vinny the Gooch. Huh. Vinny the Gooch will be in the really? color commentator. Yes. He okay. will be color commentating in the box on MLB Fox yeah, yeah. for the American League Championship Series right there. The reason I picked those two was Dick Pepperfield. Man, he's got a pep in his step in that voice. Definitely knows what he's talking about. And Vinny the Gooch is definitely that. He's got this, you know, you got to have a America's child in that color commentating position. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's, there's enough adults around. Let's get sure. a child's point of view. And he knows a lot for about baseball for mm-hmm. only being a 12 year old boy be, you know commentating for backyard baseball he's color sure. commentated some some of the greatest sporting moments like when Pablo Sanchez hit a five, you know <laughs> six homers in game one of the you know backyard world series sure you know, and he oh god man, just listening to Vinny Vinny was the man Vinny, the Gooch. All, Vinny the Gooch Vinny the I didn't even think Vin- about him Vinny the Gooch, man, he he's good on that uh, on the commentating. But Dick Pe- Pepperfield would definitely make sure uh, how to control Vinny on the bathroom breaks and in between innings when there's commercial. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, Dick Pepperfield definitely come from Michigan up north. Uh, definitely has that you know hard news background, but also uh, he's funny. He's funny. He's good. I love him. And I think uh, with that team. Uh, The ratings are going to skyrocket, especially during the pandemic right now when people are not watching. If they hear a man uh, by the name of Dick Pepperfield and uh, Benny the Gooch, it'll definitely bring in the ratings and it'll make me a rich boy.
0: All right. Um, You're giving me
1: Ron Burgundy? I'm giving you Ron Burgundy because I I had a whole list here. Uh
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ron Burgundy was my stats guy. Oh, here's the stats Um, guy. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good um, one. Like, I I had the same exact thought process Um, because, you know, like, I feel like when you have a stats guy, you really want them to have, like, a personality but also be able to do some deliver deadpan, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, I think, like, the natural humor would – he'd be fantastic with just coming up with bullcrap off the top of the dome. (laughs) <laughs> and he'd vibe really, really well off of my color commentator. Uh-oh. Um, we're, are we doing uh broadcasting? Like, 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 like you're doing uh Fox MLB. I'm doing. Well, you can pick Fox if you want to. I'm just. I had to. No, no, pick that's my fine. Ne- okay. No, that's fine. I'm doing. I'm gonna do Monday Night Football. Ooh. With Ron Burgundy. And Robin Williams genie from Aladdin. Uh... Oh... There is no <laughs> There's There is no better person to comment on a relatively slow paced game. There's a lot of open air space between timeouts, play stoppage, that kind of thing. Uh like just 30 seconds of play clock to just melt and kill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with Robin Williams' genie, he's an all powerful genie. We don't need he can he can translate into any sort of sport. We don't need Doris Burke. We have another genie. He, we don't need anyone could, on the field. We have another genie. He could act like he's a different person in the. <laughs> it's Robin Williams genie. I like, and he showed chops in Aladdin, um, uh, the third sequel to Aladdin, King of Thieves. Oh. Uh, did some great job with uh, the royal wedding. Did a brilliant job uh, commentating there, uh, and I think that they would vibe naturally. They're two, like obviously the genie is voiced by Robin Williams, has a lot of his personality. So. He has that improv uh, comedy background. He and Ron he will be just vibing off the dome. Um, and he can
1: go down to the field as quick as he can to interview players, and then make it right up back up to the booth.
0: He can tell he's a genie.
1: He, I don't know, man. <laughs> I've heard some. I've heard some conspiracies on him uh, being in the uh, color commentating position. I've heard there's a lot of uh, theories behind him. For example, uh, like uh, what? So, I I heard uh, that the genie uh, was actually, when he was walking up to the booth, uh, one of the teams, and I don't like it because it happens to be the New England Patriots, my team, apparently Mm -hmm. had to be granted three, they asked the genie, you know, hey, can you grant us three wishes for the game? And that he said, no, but I'll I'll grant you three wishes for your whole career. And uh, this was Bill Belichick he was talking to, and he's like, okay, um, wish number one, I would like to win six Super Bowls. Sure. Done and done. All right. And then wish number two was um, I would like to be considered uh, in the top 100 coaches list for the 100th anniversary. Done and done. And then, by the way, this was uh, when he was a coach in 2000 with New England, when they had a terrible start before Tom and he said and wish number three I would like someone to replace Drew Bledsoe done
0: and so you know that I'm talking about the genie and not Satan right those are two listen man I have you've seen the movie Aladdin
1: I mean Jafar did some crazy stuff with the genie Uh, I mean that's
0: fine it's messing
1: up the sporting world but I'm
0: pretty sure but I'm pretty sure it's proven that Bill Belichick makes his deals with the actual devil himself (laughs) Um, uh, if anything, I think the genie, like, uh, might be a little bit color shade ist, um, by putting big blue up above the Patriots those two times. Um, but, but he's you know what? Freed
1: at this point, right? So honestly,
0: well, and like, yeah, hey, 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 going straight back into broadcasting. Um, you're looking for someone to replace Joe Buck too. So you can focus all on the diamond or worse booger direct upgrade. Direct uh, upgrade. Especially Direct. on Monday night. Football, I, there was also sure. rumor um that uh for the this is gonna be a deep cut that the genie um was a radio announcer in the Vietnam War.
1: Ooh, yeah, that I heard about that rumor.
0: Yeah. That was, um, um, I mean
1: and there are there's a lot of similarities in the voices hearing him on the radio.
0: You know what? Yes. And that's that's what I mean. He has a very translatable sort of voice. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I think that you shouldn't have given me Ron Burgundy. Um, I was really scrambling, uh, (laughs) to find a second to the genie, but
1: I I mean, no, I could give you Ron because I feel like Dick Pepperfield could definitely up Ron Burgundy's game in the, uh, stat commentator. I mean,
0: like, I I think, you know, they're, they're, they're both very competitive. Um, but it's Vinny the Gooch versus a genie, a genie. A wish-granting, all-powerful genie. Don't forget America's Child, Vinny That's voiced... <laughs> with the personality of Robin Williams. He's so trendy, and he, he's with the times. Aladdin was released in, like, what? 1993, and he was already, like, seeing the future. It, it took place in, like, Middle Ages, Middle East, and he but, knew about... But Vinny is uh, so iconic, though. Anybody
1: that... You know, any anybody that was a child that was playing... Backyard football, or even fall, or a backyard baseball. They were following. And you, they knew Benny the Gooch.
0: That's the name fine. Was
1: iconic alone, and he had great stuff to talk about too.
0: I mean, that's fine. And like, uh, my my problem with you thinking just purely of uh, uh, sports movie announcers and and fictional sports announcers is because your 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 range of th- of thought is too small. You're not thinking big picture, man. I have a genie. I thought big enough, and then huge. I have one of the great, iconic voices and personalities in all of film history. Voice, like, blending his voice and his personality to color commentating. There's a reason why, like, sports analyst shows bring, like, Snoop Dogg on. There's a reason why Kevin Hart appears on first take. There's a reason why Snoop Dogg comes on Undisputed. And it's because they have cool personalities, and it's the genie in the
1: lamp. Uh, well, I also thought about uh, having Cotton McKnight on there in the stat booth uh, from. Dodge I almost Ball. thought about Cotton okay. too. Cotton he would have been McKnight. a cool. Who, who was his sidekick? Uh Jason Bateman. I don't know his name. Well, Yeah, uh, I saw it the other. I saw it a, like a few hours ago when I was like looking at who I wanted to pick up. But it. no, he he is a
0: good color commentator. I thought about Jason Bateman's character, um, F and A, A. he, I, he's, he's known for like one line. (laughs) He's got a great amount of one liners. Yeah. But, and it's one line and it's not even like a funny line by the, by the guy. Like he's just really not paying. Like that's a Joe Buck sort of line. What line
1: is it? Are you talking about cotton? No, I
0: love that line. No, I love it as a moviegoer. But if I was watching the sport, I was like, "All right, this guy's clearly not paying attention to the game." But also, I guess it
1: reminds me of the you know uh, an upgrade version of Booger because when you know uh, what's his so, name. Uh, so you're repl- you're, you, are you replacing? No, I'm not like, replacing because I still think Vinny is with... better than All right. Bateman. But I think Bateman, you know, when they I remember the scene where uh, was it uh, Peter Lafleur? Uh, when he was, like, blinding himself, uh, Cotton McKnight was just like, oh, my goodness, he's putting that um, scarf around. He's like, yeah, he can't see very well, Cotton. That's um, what I'm s- – no, I love the line as a – Can you a- imagine on the baseball field when he hits it, like when, when you hear Co- or Dick Pepperfield and be like, oh, he hits one down the foul line. And then, you know, Jason Bateman's like, yeah, that's not going to be considered a fair ball,
0: Dick. Yeah, that's the most boring <laughs> color, color commentary of all time. Like, uh, that's a fly ball out to center field. Yep, that's probably gonna be an out. Uh, they're gonna rush back in after but this. But I right? mean, I, that's not, that. was the uh, yeah, and I understand from your. That's fine. That's if I'm I watching the sport, though. right? Like, there's a reason for me why this like wildly popular in person dodgeball tournament like has ESPN eight the ocho prominently featured in its bar like it's because there's no attention because the color commentators so boring why are we even arguing about this it's genie no, and ron burgundy all the way uh, over dick pepperfield and vinnie the gooch
1: vinnie the gooch baby vinnie the gooch and dick pepperfield on also Fox i'm pretty sure on-
0: i'm pretty sure that a nickname uh called the gooch in 2020 is going to like definitely alienate some more woke audiences we don't and even know what his genie real name is cross it's Vinny the Gooch no the genie has cross universal appeal you may cross, have won the Disney cross you may have won generational Walt appeal. Disney
1: World on this but uh I think to the real sport fans uh I think they like Dick
0: Pepperfield and Vinny the Gooch that's fine I would I, I would say 28,000 people would not be fans of the genie right now <laughs> Oh. but outside of those twenty-eight thousand, <laughs> so many so many would love the genie so much oh. is all i'll say mm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming
1: you made some wishes to him about lebron winning a championship
0: Woo-hoo! oh fast forward to our title card for that ramming um but you know what we'll let the people vote We'll come up with a graphic on right. this. Uh, yeah. So,
1: all right, it's Ron Burgundy versus The Genie on ESPN's Monday Night Football versus MLB on Fox, Game 1 of the ALCS, Dick Pepperfield, and Vinny the Gooch. We will let America decide who their commentators will be. Sammy, you got
0: to pick better commentators. I'm going to keep my streak of wins going. No, I like mine. I think, I think it's good. All right. I think it's all right. good. okay round two uh this was like sammy kudos to you man for that topic that was fantastic as an idea um i keep kicking your ass at these but you know maybe that's why you love them so like keep picking
1: keep 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 picking something so i can get an ass whooping (laughs) uh maybe you know what maybe i should start picking stuff uh that that can get me winning for once maybe uh and it's funny because my little sister uh, was telling me the other day she was listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, yeah, what do you think? Uh, she loves it. Uh, she's like, yeah, the host is way better than you are. You got to make better picks. And I'm like, damn it! Wait, your
0: sister said that?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, okay. You know what, people? <laughs> Listen, I, I, was telling, I was telling the Flying Hawaiian this the other week, and I would, I would say this publicly. <laughs> For everyone that's calling out my takes or whatever, you know, there's reasons like me, you know, idiots like me, Skip Bayless, and all these other people that make stupid takes because we are willing to gamble. We are willing to gamble on our stupidity that if our outcomes, you know, become you know right and true, we look like geniuses. That's fine. I will take that. (laughs) I will take that. I will take that any day of the week, but I'm just like, whatever. I want to go
0: back to the record where I was accused of having more people listen to this podcast. And the fact that you pulled up your sister pointing that out is the funniest thing to me. That is hysterical. Like we, we (laughs) I'm calling (laughs) my dad. This is a really authentic reaction from me. We do a lot of research and a lot of talk about the topics and just background stuff like in between recording. And in between sessions, but that was incredible what just happened just now, Sammy. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm wow. calling my dad. He'll at least he'll be on my side.
1: <laughs> um. actually, probably not. No, sometimes he's like, "You're an idiot."
0: <laughs> oh my so god. So he might he might go for
1: your side too. I,
0: you know what? That like I pride myself on again having uh really down to earth takes but takes you know i like my takes like warm not like blazing hot like yours jason tatum over luka Doncic. um i feel like that's a fair one
1: that's a fair one america i'm still (laughs) i'm still still, there are some that i'm like crap maybe i should take (laughs) that back no i'm sitting on it and i will not say that wait hold on so do you think uh duncan robinson is a better pop and uh pop and shoot player than Clay Thompson. Someone said that the other day. No, I don't that's the it.
0: stupidest take I've ever heard in my life. Okay, All right, at least
1: we're on the same page about something. He said that? I don't remember, but somebody said it and then Damian Lillard on top of it retweeted with like an emoji with a guy like, you know, putting a hand on the top of his forehead. That's Yeah, and
0: that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I think it's just they had the
1: Cinderella run. Um and which is cool. You know, everyone has that run, but you know it's
0: even better if you can do a back-to-back. Like, y'all— Well, not like—you know, you got to be good multiple Like, seasons. y'all understand Duncan Robinson was in the G League for a reason, right? Like, come on now. Like, I understand, you know, it's been a year. But I think this that's a perfect illustration to how quickly people forget, right? People forget. LeBron James gets injured, like, a third of the way through one season. People forget. Steph and Claire are injured that's for one play. season. People forget you know what I, you i'll know use what I mean? that
1: one over the lebron
0: um i know you forgot about lebron uh oh no i don't but so you know what i th- this is all an appetizer you know um, what this is
1: all rivalry here this
0: is a rivalry <laughs> all right you
1: got ali and frazier you got um what's another one uh, <laughs> out right now that's you know you you've got pepsi and coca-cola now you got julian and sammy all right it's it's a freaking. And it's a pretty one-sided here. rivalry for now, but like you know, maybe if you rack up oh, a couple wins, please. people will
0: start paying attention.
1: Uh, and, uh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, how's uh, you know what? I have no room to talk again because what was the take we had last week? Freaking big dick Joe screwed me
0: over. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, the 49ers it, aren't doing so. great either. <laughs> so it,
1: it, it, I will take both of us acting stupid. Over me
0: being the only um, stupid one here. Well, actually, what was it? I want. I want this. I want this as a reference, uh, as well. Uh, my Yankees are definite, definitely collapsed more predictably than your Braves. Ugh. Can we? Can we... <laughs> Atlanta. Why? Why Atlanta? <laughs> Get, hey, why? Hey, hey. 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 Give some of that Braves magic to the Falcons right now. Um, uh, <sighs> I think part of that no- motivation. <sighs> what led to Dan Quinn getting fired. Um, honestly, Sammy, I saw this coming. The Yankees, the way that they see uh, to solve a problem is always by throwing money at it in a no cap space league, right? In a no cap league, Correct. they just throw money at it. They get Garrett Cole. Um, and as mm-hmm. good as he was and as hyped as he was, he still pooped the bed. Uh, and the reason why we have a role that's just come in, in the ninth inning is because he's as old as time and we need a deeper bullpen and that's it. We have an all-star team, but it's like the Phoenix suns. They play no defense. So there's nothing to be done. That's why I say we're overrated. We have the big, we have bigger names than Atlanta right now. Mm -hmm. Big enough to where like my non baseball following friends know who these Yankees are, but they collapse. Their success is predicated off of one thing. Yeah. and that So um I I I I I think that that whole thing is uh a wash for me too. I had a bet
1: with my dad that the Yankees were gonna win that series. No. Um I bet like a dollar though. We don't bet like a lot of money or anything and I'm like, I got a buck that says that they'll beat no. the rays. And he's like, What well, makes you think the rays are really not? I'm like, well I kinda like the Braves, Braves raise, yeah, they're they're gonna choke. Uh, but also, I felt like the Yankees had more playoff experience, a more clutch—I mean, clutch
0: is clutch—than right? the Rays. But again, the Yankees have proven to be wildly inconsistent. They are a streaky team, and you think they get rid of Chapman? What was that? You think they get rid of Chapman? <sighs> He's as old as dirt, man. Like he's a, there's a reason why we keep him like in the vault until the ninth inning. He's like he's like a toilet goblin. Like you don't let people into your spare bathroom because there's like something gross in there, but they can use it if need be.
1: You think they're trying to hope for a Rivera magic? Um, with Chapman, I if they no, are, then they should not be expecting no, that. No, I don't expect it. No one, no one's ever gonna be like Rivera. No,
0: Rivera is Rivera. Um, yes. Um, and with these sports rivalry talks between us, uh, our epic rivalry brewing, um, we have a rivalry duel. Sammy and I are uh, literal children uh, in the eyes of uh, sports history geeks. So we haven't... we, But I we haven't seen a lot of, like, you know, the great uh, Lakers-Celtics rivalries, uh, uh, Washington Cowboys, how that developed, that kind of thing. Um, but... Mm. Over the course of our young lives, uh, when we were able to, from from when we were able to start comprehending sports and all that stuff, we've seen you know our collection of uh, historic moments, right? So I think it's fair um, now that we have twenty years of sports under our belts. As far as the two thousands, we have a brewing duel uh, as to who we think is the greatest, most defining sports rivalry of the 2000s. Uh, yes. And there were a lot to bat back and forth. Um, I wanted to put Duke, North Carolina in there a whole lot.
1: I knew you were going to say that one. And that's a good one, um, too, because I know you're a Duke, you're a Duke I'm a guy. big Duke guy. Uh, enlighten me on that well, one. Well,
0: so, like, I think the 2000s, Fight me on this if if, if if I'm wrong, but I think that the Duke-Carolina rivalry has been defined by the 2000s um, as much as anything. And I'll say, this is why, this is why. Um, that Tobacco Road, uh, like, basketball square or triangle, depending on how good Wake Forest and NC State are, is mm-hmm. always very, very competitive. It's like the NFC East in football. Our teams are ass this year. But they will always give a fight to each other. And the games will always be entertaining and competitive no matter how good the best team is. I can tell you right now, in years past, uh, uh, as crappy as the Giants and Skins were, uh, Washington football team this year, Washington still beat the Eagles. Washington and, and the Giants are still competitive with the Eagles and the Cowboys as of a few years ago, no matter how bad they were. So it's kind of like that. But... Mm-hmm. From 2000 to 2010, Duke North Carolina was defined because they were both really really good, and they were and they both had iconic coaches with Roy Williams on one side, Coach K on the other, and that hasn't happened really a whole lot. Um, Dean Smith passed passed the torch onto uh, Coach K as like the primary coach in that rivalry, and it's always been a kind of like relay. And mm-hmm. recently, only recently with Roy Williams uh, and maybe, like, Larry Brown sprinkled in there at the beginning and Coach K, have Duke and UNC both been nationally relevant at the same time? The only reason why yeah. I haven't discussed it is because uh, Duke has been dipping into that uh, uh, University of Kentucky John Calipari business model with recruiting. Mm-hmm. And because of that, for whatever reason, Roy Williams isn't trying to be a part of that game. Um So while I'm a Duke fan and I love Duke, I don't necessarily like how this affects a rivalry for me that has always been a defining part of my fandom, right? Um, And again, it's been like that. Duke enters each year right now as like a presumptive top five uh, team in college basketball, right? And North Carolina regularly gets shunted to the NIT every year. Um, as recently as, like, 2013, right? But their head-to-head yeah. games are always, always competitive. And the only reason why I'm not picking it is because Duke has gotten so much more publicity now. And I feel like we're in that another era of difference. So over mm-hmm. the decade, it hasn't been a consistent rivalry. But from 2000 to, like, 2008, 2010, if that sort of thing, can like, stayed consistent through the 2010s, that would have been my runaway pick.
1: Yeah, no, I I could agree with you on that one. You know, definitely. That Yeah, yeah that's a very good rivalry. And what's the
0: year span from that one? Uh 2000 to 2010. 2000 yeah. to 2010. No, that is a, a very
1: uh, That is a very that is a very good one. I like that one a lot and I know that there's still more history like um, behind that but that was still a strong yeah, rivalry man. between 2000 and, and like it, it so and I it was exclusively
0: to that sport right psycho t and gerald yeah. henderson never did anything really in the pros but in college they were like fighters mm-hmm. like nolan smith you know uh, uh um raymond felton like uh, sean may like this this was a rivalry with elite athletes in that sport alone right so um that mm-hmm. that was one of mine uh g- give me one of yours real quick so
1: one of mine, really quickly, is actually uh, Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson. Okay, in golf. Uh, I like that one a lot. That one, uh, that one, I would say that's between I would say 2000 to the 2010s. Okay, um, they were both uh, pretty good. I know that, uh, and the reason it's not my number one, it's kind of, but it's like one I'm thinking is because. Uh, They were kind of in the back end of their primes, still in the prime, but like just in the back end, just the titles that were going back and forth. Like the Masters wins with Phil Mickelson, Uh, he won in 2004, 2006, and 2010, whereas Tiger Woods won in 2002, 2005, 2001. There's definitely, and I remember when I was watching golf a lot and I was watching it a lot during that time thing cuz that was when my dad really introduced me to Tiger and I really liked Phil Mickelson too cuz he was a lefty and I'm a lefty and I didn't know who I wanted to root for like Phil Mickelson had this edge or like this like nice guy persona yeah like um I'm here you know to win but if I don't at least I have a good time whatever but Tiger had that killer instinct he was like, I want to annihilate you. I want to stomp so, you. Without even saying it. He just yes, had that yes. killer instincts. And I felt like watching them, watching golf between that timeline, people were not thinking, Oh my who's gonna win
0: this title? People were thinking at that time, who's gonna win between Tiger and So Ford? my question to you is like I'm let me, let me let me guess the reason why you didn't pick it as your number one thing. My guess is that the disparity between the two was still big enough. Like as big of a rivalry as it was, Tiger Woods still owned golf, right? Right. Yeah, like, he still owned like, golf. Like yes. even though, fi- yeah. like for for golf heads, like I know that Phil Mickelson was definitely like in that; those were the top two golfers at that time, right? But for but yeah. for the casual fan, dude, Tiger. And even yeah, and even you for golf only heads, know Tiger. and yeah. even for golf heads, the talent gap. And the, the killer instinct gap between them was so wide. Um, yeah. And the, they, I felt like they really... Another reason I did
1: pick it is because they've been trying to drag that rivalry for such a long time. Like, what was it, in 2018, 2017, they did, like, the uh, Tiger versus Phil in Las yeah. Vegas live on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. If that was, like, in the mid-2000s, I'd pay for that pay-per-view. Yeah. But these guys are just out of their primes... And, yes, and that's another why it's, like, on the back burner is because you say it yourself. People outside the golf world, they just only knew Tiger. Mm -hmm. But people inside the golf world, you knew that, like, it was usually, like, Tiger and Phil. You know, Phil and Tiger. They were definitely trying to run that show. And people, and I loved the rivalry. I mean, I told you that's, like, one of my top four, top five favorite sports of all time is golf. And I followed it. You know very very well, and I thought that was a great rivalry for it, especially being in golf. You can't find rivalries like that no. anymore um, in golf, so that's why it's on the okay. back burner. Um, but uh,
0: shoot me in with another one of yours. Um, one that I really I really wanted to get like, because hmm. I have a couple that I really want to highlight. Um, yeah. but I'll I'll, I'll 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 go with uh, uh and Crosby, um specifically. Uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, Caps. Uh, I think, and honestly, my, my reason for not picking it, and it wasn't necessarily a reason for not picking it, more of like, uh, I wanted something different in here. It's one of those... It's like, it, it, the aura behind the rivalry was more of a Magic and Larry thing. They're just the two most talented professionals at their craft right um and of course like huge 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 fan bases um huge homegrown fan bases like we're not talking about like la kings or tampa bay lightning here or dallas stars like uh the caps and the pens are like old world as far as hockey goes hockey uh mainstays with with passionate fan bases like i can tell you Living in D.C., the plight of both the Nats and the Caps just trying to get over the hump for so long um, is something that echoes in this city, sports-wise. Just having those two uh, being the best at their job at the time. Um, Plus, ah, man, it's also like a hero-villain thing. I like I, I'm 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 a cat can, Who's fan. considered the villain? Oh, it's Ovechkin. Ovi's okay. an awful human being. I think he's he's a dirty, dirty player. Um, uh, Sammy, our, our our friend Nat, um, I had a about like a 15 minute long conversation with her the other day, about how awful of a human being uh, <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin is.
1: Yeah, she's a Pittsburgh. Yeah, she's a Penguin fan. Isn't she's it? a Penguin fan. But yeah, but no, I mean, no. Yeah, her family, her parents own season tickets to the Penguins, if I remember.
0: Um, But so, like, I I will acknowledge Alexander Ovechkin is a dirty, dirty boy. Ooh, but I love it.
1: (laughs) I love it, though. You gotta love the villain. You gotta love the villain.
0: I mean, like, listen, listen, this is a sport where people tackle each other while they're falling and slipping. It's controlled slipping and falling while they're tackling against each other. Like, even football, they don't, get into fist fights. So, like, me, I like myself a gritty superstar. And for me, on the flip side, Crosby's a little bit of a people's hero pretty boy. So there's a lot of, like, personality mixed in there too. But I don't think that the blood is really bad enough. And hockey is a little Mm -hmm. bit too much of a niche sport. Because clearly there's a big three in American sports, right? Baseball, basketball, football. Hockey is, like, right there international soccer is like a little bit behind um but mm-hmm. it doesn't fall in the purview of layman to know hockey rivalry or the dynamics of hockey as much as yeah. uh, the three major sports which is why the uh that's why like i didn't really and it was more of that's like that's why like i was here. gonna ask you like is that
1: on the back yeah. because not many people yeah. would know the
0: rivalry and it's not out there except for the the nhl yeah 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 yeah. they're they're talking about um and i can tell you right now even outside of casual fans non-hockey people do not know who alexander ovechkin is i'm like and they live in dc and he's the closest (laughs) thing to a superstar that dc has no, that that's a good choice, and I like the reason
1: why that one's on the back burner because I was about to ask you. Vice versa with the the Tiger and Phil thing. Like, not not many people know it outside of the golf True. world. One I do actually have, and this one uh, hits close to home. Uh-huh. And this one this one's for my dad. I love you, David. Um, the Mets versus Braves rivalry in baseball. <laughs> what and I know, I I yeah I, yeah I see that look. So. And this is, like, between... And this is a short one between 2000 and, like, 2005. The Atlanta Braves were, like, hot. Yeah. And they were hot in the yeah. 90s. But they were still carrying it in the 2000s. But they just could never hit the hump. And I just remember Chipper Jones and Mike Piazza was always... And John Smoles. Sure, 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 sure. Like, the and being from Atlanta, seeing that matchup, my dad would take me to games all the time. And also, they're in the same division. So, it's, like, a division rivalry. And... And I've been to a lot of Braves games, even though I'm not a Braves fan. I just love going to baseball games. Those would be the most packed house games ever is Mets versus Braves, especially during that time period because Mike Piazza was still red hot. And the rivalry was so big with the Braves and Mets that um, the Mets' old stadium, it was called Shea, Mm -hmm. Shea Stadium. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, Chipper Jones named his son Shea. After the stadium, because he did he really? the Mets. Uh, in, uh, yes, he named him. That's Shelley cool. I after like that. The Mets
0: stadium. There's there, and, yeah. There's there's a lot of like uh, underdog pride with the Mets.
1: And yes, and the reason again it's on the back burner is because not many people know about the rivalry. Yes. No, no one ever did. But my dad hates the Braves. I'm sorry, Atlanta people that I live with and you know know my dad. And he's from Atlanta. He hates the Braves. I'm not a Braves fan either, but he hates the Braves. And I would talk to him. Oh, we would go to Mets games. All He would just, he did not like Braves fans. And you could tell that was a hostile, hostile crowd. And me just being like a six or seven-year-old kid going to these games, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how the atmosphere is between a rivalry, and especially in a division like that where they're fighting back and forth. Yeah, well, the Braves are the Braves are showing it, especially after that game last night. But you know what, game two is tonight. Uh, I got another dollar bet going. With my dad, you know what, that, uh, um,
0: the Dodgers were the Dodgers are going to win. You know, what, it. Sammy? I'll bet you a Benihana dinner that uh, the Braves win the pennant.
1: So you're betting that they
0: beat the Dodgers? Yeah, I'll do it. That's not worth because I want it. It's got to be because I, wa- be I want to make you look really stupid. <laughs> like I want to. I want your bet. I want your I I want your take from from. Okay, you know what? I, yes, you're
1: on. You are on. I bet you a Benny Hanna dinner. Yes, America. I hope you hear this. I'm betting a Benny Hanna dinner that the Dodgers beat the Atlanta Braves in this. And they win the pennant. I am yes. I'm I'm calling it right now. Even though they lost last night, and you know what? This is really making me so dumb because do you know about Clayton Kershaw tonight? What happened to Clayton Kershaw? He's supposed to be pitching tonight, but he actually got scratched off because of back spasms.
0: Sammy, I'm ordering filet so. mignon and lobster. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Clayton Kershaw's out? Crap. Yeah, the Braves now
1: have a ch- Yeah, You know what? Woo! I might take a double. Du- who, who, all right, if the Rays win the pennant and the Braves go to the World Series, who do you have winning that series?
0: That's hard. Ask me that question
1: again yeah. when they get there, because I'll put the Benihana dinner on the world's whoever you. I what? Okay. I okay. No, no. 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 I no. No. The fact that Clayton Kershaw. No. The fact that Clayton no. Kershaw. No. You you agreed, to the pet. Pet. you agreed to the bet. You agreed to the bet. No, I'm taking it back, it's America. Over. I'm taking it's it back. Over. Hey, scrap, scrap the recording. <laughs> what? What? Scrap what? the recording. No. 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 <laughs> the fact that I just
0: realized that Clayton Kershaw's out. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I knew you'd Welsh on it. Oh my goodness. Well yeah because
1: Clayton Kershaw, yeah, the fact that Clayton Kershaw is not pitching. There are no take
0: back Cs on the radio for there are 50 there are listeners hold him accountable. <laughs> hold him accountable for his dumbass hey, okay take. with be, I'm okay with being
1: the villain. I'm okay with being the villain. i <laughs> will I'll, I'll tell you but hey back back to the point uh Braves is another back burner rivalry right. I love um but what's what, name name another one for you.
0: Um so real quick I just I I just want to uh uh get this one out of the way cuz if we're talking about like personal rivalries that don't really matter except to the people that they really matter to um uh <laughs> I'm going with Nets Knicks. Um I hate the New York Knicks. Samuel Samuel Sammy 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 Sammy. I am of the opinion that James Dolan should own the Knicks till he dies. <laughs> I I am so happy um, because the listen my and this is this for me is a hatred that goes back to two thousand two. My Nets went to the finals two years in a row. Had the Atlantic by the balls until Jason Kidd left, and then That's had it. a home. You you know that that homegrown consistency that I'm talking about. They had that yeah. for two three straight years. Uh, uh, for the past couple years. So for me, I, I love the fact that my next tickets have been cheap up until Katie and Kyrie got there. But the fact that like Nick, F- Nick's fans, y'all gotta give up, man. Like you're paying 200. Do you know how much, do you know how expensive a Nick's ticket is to like play the Grizzlies? I checked the prices. Uh, I'm assuming they're pretty expensive because and, when I was trying to look up tickets, cause I want to
1: go to Madison Square Garden when there was an actual game going on, not for like just yeah.
0: or um, they're, they're, they're yeah. upwards of a hundred dollars were... for like the crap seats. Nosebleeders. Yeah. For Kyrie's debut beautiful, game. Be- beautiful at, stadium. For Kyrie's debut game at the Barclays Center. Like on Bobble Bobblehead night. Oh man, I wanted I wanted a bobblehead. Um tickets were only 60 bucks. Oh, you know it's gonna so, be more when KD comes in. So like outside like and like the Knicks, I'm sure that the ticket prices were three, four hundred dollars when Mello was there. Or when Linsanity was there, screw you, New York Knicks. No, is it because it's at Madison Square Garden? No, I am. I. No, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is this is an announcement. I'm using my platform for something important. (laughs) You hear that, fifty people? He's using his platform. There has been so much disrespect towards my Nets because we played in the middle of a swamp. I want this slander of my Nets to stop. And for those of you that have been slandering us for years, the bandwagon is full. I don't want to see a tie-dye Nets jersey <laughs> on your back if you've been making fun of us for the past few years while Mellow has been stinking up the garden. Yeah. I want that gone. And for those of you that it's trash not. talk me, I hope James Dolan owns the Knicks till the day he croaks. So, you, so, all right, for
1: how much you hate the Knicks, it leads up to my next question. Um, and I've asked people this for how much they hate teams and, like, people that are collectors of jerseys or hats or anything, wherever they go to. Is there a player on the Knicks that you would want to – like, is there any Knick jersey you would collect? Because I will be honest with you. I I am collecting jerseys, but the one team I will never, ever, ever collect a jersey from, nor will I ever collect a jersey from, is the Lakers.
0: Um. I will I will collect one Knicks jersey. I will collect from the Knicks. Stefan Marbury's Knicks jersey. For one reason, the Nets had him from the time he was drafted right around to when he got to his peak. We traded him for a profit and then he stung up the joint. Uh. So I will I will collect Stefan Marbury's jersey, his Knicks jersey, frame it up like his D'Antoni Knicks jersey. Frame it up, and wake up and laugh at it. Um, I will, I will, I will, I will buy a Knicks Jeremy Lin jersey, but I will put a seventeen. I will put a one in front of the seven, so it's a seventeen. Dye it black, <laughs> paint it black, and put Brooklyn Nets on it.
1: Oh, uh, you better you better make sure it's a fake jersey. Don't be spending...
0: No, uh, no, Samuel, black. I will spend. $300 for a Mitchell and Ness jersey oh, of Jeremy Lin's Linsanity like Knicks threads like the blue and, you said, and then dye it black for the Brooklyn Nets I hate Samuel I don't think you've touched on a nerve I hate the New York
1: Knicks I really do $300 Mitchell and Ness you hear hey you hear that Mitchell and Ness send us a a Jeremy Lin Knicks jersey I don't even think that's on uh on the line on mitchellnest.com i'll have to look at it though i w- i w- definitely have to i will
0: spend hundreds of dollars on materials to sew the jersey myself so that i can burn it um yeah, i kn- i know people in thailand that will do that for you what what was our second
1: undercard <laughs> sorry i'm like <laughs> no no, I'm no all right, so we already said two of our we already said two of
0: our rivalries oh right, uh,
1: right. should we just so should we go for the main one now? Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's fight. Let's fight. I'm 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 All running right. on Nick's energy right now. I I need okay, to fight. So this one,
1: uh, the, you'll like this one too. Uh, this isn't really bashing either or team. This is just talking about the great of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down from like 2000 mm-hmm. to 2005, Sox Yankees. Um, that 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 um, five year span of you got, you know, A-Rod, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, and I'm just collecting. Just, I'm collecting the history of who these players had on their teams. You know, uh, they had Matt Sui in there, and Roger Clemens. And then you had Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz, Nomar Garcia-Para, Jason Veritek. And I, the list goes on for both teams. Just... The the and they had there were fights that broke out. Uh, yesterday was the what seventeenth, seventeenth, seventeenth anniversary of Pedro versus Roger in Game Three yep. at Fenway Park, yep. and uh, Pedro threw a ball at um, I who's who's the hitters uh, or who he he almost hit a player, but you knew he did it intentionally because I think when the guy walked or hit or whatever, he pointed to the guy's head like you know he or he Pedro pointed to his own head hinting like yeah, I was trying to throw yeah. it at your you know face, and then uh, something happened. I forgot who pitched to um, Ramirez, but Re- Ramirez he wasn't close to getting hit. It was a high fastball, but you know he wasn't close to hit. Get- he sure. was yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's on now. Yeah. The everyone comes out, and Martinez throws Zimmerman down. Like, that was a great time. and This was also during the time when, you know, you consider the definition of rivalry. It's not like one side or, you know, one side trumps the other very quickly. Like, yes, it was like that in the 90s, but in the 2000s, you could tell the Sox and Yanks were both two very special teams.
0: So, uh, I will say this. I'm actually, for me personally, the rivalry actually extends to 2009. Um for the sheer fact, um I remember oh, who who was my friend? i we we, we kind of lost touch, but I uh, called him cackling uh, after Johnny Damon stole those two bases, um Johnny in the D. World Series. Um, and I remembered like just this instinct. like he like he th- that's a historic Yankees play, right? So he's like in mm. my mind, like a, like a yankee like ah he, he, he that that that's that's a memorable that's a snapshot moment those two those two stolen bases right and yeah. even then i thought that he had the most punchable face <laughs> um oh god uh and i'm pretty sure that i wouldn't be thinking about that if he wasn't a red sock uh, so uh, for me, like, the, the aura of that rivalry extended to 2009. But personally, since 2010, like, happened, 2010 on, I, I feel like we've, like, the fact that the Yankees ah. and Red Sox, talent and success-wise, have kind of just been ships passing in the night for the past decade, right? We keep missing each other's best year after year after year. And it's kind of alternating yeah. and fluctuating, right? So yeah. I don't even know necessarily. Uh, while the rivalry, like the active rivalry from two thousand to two thousand five, you know, of course, like I talked about Aaron Boone's uh, walk off. Fun fact: Did you know um, that the Yankees-Tampa Bay elimination um, ball don't lie uh, is on the day, the anniversary day of the Jeffrey Meyer catch? I,
1: I fun fact, that, yes. right? Hey. Yes. Yes. Hey, yes. hey I actually did y'all. That.
0: Ball don't lie. Like for real. Um. Yeah. But so. It, yeah. And. And
1: and the, and my last reason before I pass it on to your rival, your rivalry, um, decision is the reason I'm. Yes, I will admit, and I, I know you're going to say this too, because um, yeah. It, yes, the rivalry is very short, but for how short it was and how much was happening. And I guess it's just me being a big baseball fan, again, saying that for the umpteenth time. There are still times I will go on YouTube and I will watch games between the Sox and Yankees. Even if the Sox choke against Aaron Boone on that home, Like I will still watch those games sometime. Those were some of the greatest, that was the greatest time growing up watching those two teams face each other. That was such a great rivalry. I think, and yes, and now it's not, it is nowhere near a rivalry. The Yankees crap on the Red Sox, but that during that period of time, but like not, that was so
0: exciting. I I, I, I think, I'll, I I'll I'll allow you this, um, and I will diagnose your fandom of this rivalry, um, in two words. The Bambino. Like the rivalry peaked because it had such a historic import for your team. But so, the reason why I I, I, I push back on that, I knew you were going to cover it, um, so I didn't even put mm-hmm. it in my top three. I wanted to give that to you. Um, Good thought. But it wasn't consistent. And the high-level play hasn't been consistent between the two. Whereas my rivalry is personal. It involves to otherwise very derelict fan bases and has continued uh, all the way until like 2016. And my rivalry is Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. This is why my rivalry trumps yours as the best rivalry of uh, the millennia so far. A, longevity, right? Uh, 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 Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady is as close as you can get to two rivals being drafted at the same time and riding together, right? That's like that's like Magic and Larry being drafted a year apart, right? Two. Yeah. Um. Unlike the Yankees and Red Sox, yes, they're both like uh, blue bloods in their sport. Yes, Duke, UNC are both blue bloods in their sport. Caps, pens, blue bloods. Tiger, Phil, you know blue bloods they have history right um but in tom brady's case he was kind of a nothing dude kind of a nothing guy what was it 200th pick or something like that 199 in the sixth round um six quarterbacks were picked uh peyton manning number one pick out of tennessee like like you have uh like the scion of archie manning the the beginning of the great manning family aura Like you have this scrappy nothing and this tower of a reputation of a man coming together in the AFC. You have these two opposite personalities, opposite backgrounds, opposite talent levels. Sammy, will you admit that even as a Pats fan, Peyton Manning was definitely the more gifted physical specimen of the two?
1: Uh, I will say yes, considering the fact that what's his, uh, the fact that Peyton Manning was bred to be a future NFL he was- quarterback, whereas Tom Brady, he, and I, like I guess I know anything and everything about Tom Brady, he originally wanted to be a baseball player. Like he was a baseball player in high school and he didn't start playing football, you know, until like freshman year in high school Mm -hmm. and he was like the backup and the only reason he started was because the original starting quarterback of the freshman team stopped playing he's like i'm not doing this anymore i'm quitting and then he was forced into it so i I,
0: yes i can agree with you on well and like so 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 these these two were opposites in so many ways right we've already touched on the background we've already touched on the style like tom brady has always been a very efficient uh uh, short to mid-range uh Uh, surgeon right Peyton Manning was an artillery unit in a Colts uniform right and it 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 showed right so in in the regular season Peyton Manning is as immaculate a regular season quarterback as you can get in the sport of football um like set how do you know how many 400 yard passing games Peyton Manning has I've lost count 17 400 like that's 400 yards like think about how often the ball gets thrown now as compared to like how often it got thrown back when those two quarterbacks started right Mm -hmm. and QB still struggled to throw it 400 yards now and just as you'll say Tom Brady made the careers of Wes Welker he made the career of Julian Edelman I guarantee you, I can pretty much guarantee you, I don't think we'd have a Dwight Freeney um, without Peyton Manning. Um, like, they both elevated the players around them in some way. Um, and Peyton Manning was no one in the regular season. And outside of a few years, Tom Brady's Patriots were always postseason warriors. Right? And on top of that, you have to admit too, admit this— Tom Brady's uh, uh, Patriots did sort of benefit by being in one of the weakest, if not the weakest, conference uh, uh, division in all of the NFL for up and up oh, until I'm not like denying this, that. what? You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not denying that. Yeah, no, they they definitely played an easier division against Miami, Buffalo,
0: and uh, the Jets. Yeah, so yeah. they're guaranteed. Uh, uh, at least one bye every year, so like there, are, there are so many arguments, and there's so many, uh, not as quite iconic moments as the Yankees Red Sox, right? However, they met 17 times over their careers, and they come out kind of even.
1: Yeah, they're uh, like, man- or Brady is 11 and six against.
0: But you give weight to uh, uh, Peyton Manning's two wins being AFC titles. So there's like I, I like say say like with that with that added weight, I'll give it like uh, eleven and nine, eleven and ten. But so I I I will take the consistency and the personal hatred between two people that couldn't be more opposite um, than Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. If it wasn't for the curse of the Bambino, Yankees Red Sox would be a great rivalry, but like it would still be isolated to two thousand to two thousand five, right? Without that 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 hundred year long curse, and without like the famous hatred between Boston and New York sports wise, those things wouldn't necessarily be as big. Whereas Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady is a battle of personalities. Those are all really great too. I think the reason I
1: didn't pick manning and brady as my number one i did have them on the list but i think the reason is because from a rivalry point of view um yes it is manning versus brady but this is just me being the theoretical theoretically brady is facing the team's defense along with manning facing the other team's defense and, and we're, we're just seeing them both
0: play on different sides of the field I definitely see where you're coming from. I I see where you're coming from for sure, and I've thought about it in my head, and that does make sense, right? Because the quarterback doesn't play every single position. He doesn't play defense, right? That's not your job. The only thing that I'll say to that is clearly Nick Foles is in Tom Brady's head. (sighs) And clearly Eli is also in Tom Brady's head. So clearly, like, you know... um. While that is true, quarterbacks do duel each other in a staring contest um if they or the stakes are great enough. Um so because it's between two quarterbacks and two iconic quarterbacks, I will push back on that. And that's why um I kind of um let that part of it go because yes, it it could be seen as like Tom Brady versus Belichick's defense, or it could be uh, Peyton Manning versus uh, Belichick's defense. Sure. But quarterbacks do dual quarterbacks. Do you admit that? To a certain extent. Like, like, if we're doing that, we have to acknowledge that Nick Foles has some free real estate in Tom Brady's head. Yeah,
1: but I feel like Tom Brady should be smart enough to... Just be like, I'm facing the Bears' defense. I'm not really facing Nick Foles.
0: Maybe, but if he did, he would have been fine shaking Nick Foles' hands at the end. Yeah. The only thing more insulting to Tom Brady is if they pulled a Philly special. (laughs) All
1: right, we don't even need that. I think I forgot the title of this podcast was called, you know, Slash and Sammy. Yeah. 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 But, you know, we'll let, we'll let America vote on who they think uh, the greatest rivalry ever If you don't think either of our, you know, takes are good, then add, yeah, your, own. add your own. Yeah, listeners, sound off.
0: Are we stupid for not including uh, Duke UNC? Um, should we have been more personal with our picks? I know that, like, I personally would have loved to crap on the Knicks even more. I really hate the Knicks, Samuel. I really do. Um, uh, sound off in the comments, uh, uh, our listeners, uh, how much you hate the New York Knicks. That's it for round two. So, we uh, hinted at this title card uh, during our first undercard. And um, I will admit, this is a personal thing for me. Sammy didn't want to discuss this. Uh so thank you Sammy. Um, I'm chewing um, chips everyone
1: cuz um yeah yeah yeah.
0: Um go on keep eating Sammy. Eat your feelings. Um, I am I wonder, Sammy, where does this championship put LeBron all-time? Give me a moment.
1: I'm still eating my burrito. I would say, I mean... I'm, I'm still saying it. he's still at number He is two. the
0: best player of all time. He can tie Michael I'm Jordan for that, but me. they are equal, damn it. They are equal. Mm. No title from Michael Jeffrey Jordan has equaled the difficulty of LeBron's past two. Nothing. What? What are you, what, mm. what you going to pick? What are you going to pick? The titleless less Carl Malone and John Stockton-led Utah Jazz? What are you going to pick? Yeah. Are, 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 are you, are you going to pick an old uh, Magic a year from retiring? What are you going to pick? Huh? I'll
1: what are you going to pick, Samuel? LeBron beating unrestricted free agent... And Top Dog Jimmy Butler, while LeBron had AD on his team, and Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma.
0: You're putting Alex Caruso on a roster to compare to Michael Jordan's Bulls. I'm just saying. Hey, 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 listeners, tell me who you would rather have as a third banana on your team Dennis Rodman or Alex Caruso? Tell me right now. Dennis Rodman. Who would you rather have on your team as a third banana after Alex Caruso? Dennis Rodman or Kyle Kuzma? Uh, Who would you rather have on your team as a third banana? Dennis Rodman or Contavious Caldwell Pope? It took me five seconds to think of that name. Who would you consider
1: MJ's third banana from 91 and 93? The third banana of the 91 exactly, to 93? Exactly, my man! Exactly! There was no third banana! There was third crap! Sorry, I just need a reason to yell. There was really no reason There was no <laughs> reason
0: <to laughs> Well, Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold hold, hold hold up, hold up. hold up, hold up. No, wait, no! Hold up, hold up. Hold up, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Who would you rather have as your third banana? Alex Caruso or Ron Harper? Don't be stupid, Sammy. Don't be stupid. Don't be... be, (laughs) Sammy, I saw that. I saw... Hey, 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 hey. World? Would you rather have Scottie Pippen or AD? Oh! 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 Historically, right now... Historically, right now, Scottie Pippen is right there. AD's fighting his way up, but he just won his first title. Because do you know what he was doing before LeBron came into his life? People were celebrating him for sweeping the Blazers in the first round. They were giving him that as a credit. Scottie Pippen led the Bulls to 55 wins without Michael. Scottie Pippen can make plays and pass the ball.
1: If somebody's listening, please call 9-1-Run right now. I think Juju is having a heart attack. I-, I think he's just, he, he can't, he can't take, um, he-, he just can't understand that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James.
0: No title has ever surpassed LeBron's overcoming a 3-1 to deficit over the best regular season team of all time. Uh, that, no, no, that I will give you credit for. That, out of
1: anything... LeBron, that is that that still gives me chills
0: that he did that. Hey, he was a he like the only one to come back from a three one finals deficit, and he's also the only one to lead three teams to NBA titles. Do you know what? You do you know what? Hey, Leonard hey, it. listeners, do you know what Michael Jordan was doing, um, by his seventeenth year in the league? If you don't, I have a Washington Wizards jersey that I'd like to sell you.
1: Yeah, at the age of thirty-five, he won his sixth title. What is LeBron doing? He's winning his fourth title. Please don't cry. It's okay. Someone, someone, get him a tissue.
0: I can't believe (laughs) at this point we are knocking LeBron for losing in the finals. Let it be said that Wild Jordan went six and zero in the finals, sure, right? Six and zero in the finals. Whoop dee, whoop do. Oh no, no, no! You can't just I, say whoop dee do on
1: a six and zero in the finals. You cannot no! just make it sound like a no. 6- because
0: LeBron no. went, LeBron went to ten finals. You? How dare you? <laughs> LeBron went for to, keeps. LeBron went to ten finals. He went to ten finals. And hey, hey, hey! By the way, by the way, that's without. Two years as a gap year. Where's my burrito? <laughs> Listeners, I think I've yelled at my screen enough to where the FaceTime link that we have oh, is. Oh, I can hear down. you now. I can hear you
1: now.
0: Um Sammy's starting to cut out. I think I shorted out my uh internet connection.
1: <laughs>
0: I think I think we needed a pause from that. <laughs> I think I think the internet
1: could not take the the heat happening,
0: and uh... Uh, why am I wearing a jacket right now? Oh my god, is it cold? It really was before this. <laughs> I was really cold before this. Sammy, i have I have a I have a doctor's appointment later this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like I've never experienced high blood pressure before. Go grab that. Uh, go grab that teddy bear to... behind you that you've been uh, rattling with during our last take. I think I think I'm starting to get there. Hold up, I need my. Yeah, I need my teddy bear. Oh. Uh, <sighs> oh my god. So all okay.
1: right, well let me ask you this. Send this me. is actually the first time I'm asking you. Uh, I guess outside, and I want you to be as. Ri- why um. Uh, Why are you so high on LeBron right now? Say it calm and collectively. Um, Why? 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 Why are you? Is it because you're tired of people saying how great Michael Jordan is? And I'm not saying it as a sarcasm, like pointing. I mean, are you just tired of it? Are
0: no? I no, I'm not. I um, I will say, uh, I would be lying if there wasn't some bias, but that bias is based off of. Um, I, 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 I am a person that needs people to do their research before they come at me with an opinion strongly. Right. Yeah. So all Michael Jordan fans will say is six and oh, six and oh, six and oh. And I can repeat stats back to them that would blow their minds about Michael Jordan. That would, you know, uh, make their blood chill. Yes, he averaged 37 points per game one season. Yes, he had one of the greatest uh, uh, PER scores of all times in the finals. And that was during a time where uh, 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 player efficiency was supposed to be really, really bad. Right? That hero ball 90s kind of thing. Yes, he is undefeated in the finals. He never went to a game six. Sure. But if you do your research, it is not one of those immovable stats or uh, podiums in sports. Um, If we can move aside Joe Montana for Tom Brady in spite of the Bill Belichick argument, we can move aside Michael Jordan for a LeBron James argument. Um, And... I will also say, while I am biased, the reason why there is no pushback, the reason why there is no negative attention on other superstars right now, like KD and Kawhi and even Kobe, um, after his passing, is because they aren't a threat to Michael Jordan's legacy as the best player of all time. And people push back harder against the things that are a threat to them. And... If you do your research, you know, if we're arguing based off of rings, then neither player, neither of these two players is the best player of all time. It's Bill Russell. Bill Russell. But the reason why Larry Bird is discussed with Bill Russell in the debate of greatest Celtic of all time is because of the aura. Because of the difficulty. Look who look who Larry Bird had to take out for his only three championships. And yes, Bill Russell played those iconic Laker teams, but for the first few years in the league that he started to win, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, they played against plumbers and stuff. It was still a championship, right? But there weren't as many teams back then. And to people that say like it was a grittier time, do you really not think that a physical freak like Dwight Howard couldn't hold his own in the 90s? Do you, you, like, we all blast LeBron for not shooting and not blah, 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 blah. He had to make a transition to be a good three-point shooter and a better distributor of the ball. So anyone that's like, it was a grittier time, he wouldn't have survived. You're telling me that a 6'10", Carl Malone-sized man that can ball handle and pass like a point guard and shoot potentially 40% from three for a game... Can't survive in the 90s? Come on. So, if we're talking seriously about this, greatest player of all time, if we're talking pure championships, Magic Johnson is a better player than Larry Bird. And I'm sure, Sammy, you would push back on that. There's an aura. There's an eye test. Right? If we're talking about uh, 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 counting stats. Will Chamberlain is the best player of all time. Neither of these guys. 50 and 25 in one season? Are That's you kidding me? single game. So, by what metric are we measuring the best player of all time? It's just opinionation, man.
1: Like, there's so many th- It's just like saying, you know, who's the, who's the greatest rock, you know, guitarist of all time. Is it Eddie Van Halen or Jimmy Page? Is it Jimi Hendrix or Eddie Van Halen? It's just. It it just all depends on how people look at it. And I respect your opinion. You do back it up very well. And, you know, and I'm not one of the, yes, I do bring up the whole, you know, six, no thing. And it's a good accomplishment. But on top of that, just what, you know, Michael has, I think another thing, and you asked me this earlier and I wasn't going to answer until this segment up is now is, and it is been at, or you know, and it's like, what does LeBron James have to do to be better in my mind compared to Michael Jordan? I don't know why, but it's the well, before I go into what he needs to do to be better than Michael, and no, I'm not going to say I've seen most people say he needs to go 82 and 0, that's never going to happen, that's impossible. Uh, I think what goes on in people's minds is LeBron leaving. Multiple different times, which you can't you can't deny, and no, it's not like oh he's jumping to go to different teams with different superstars, but it's just taken into consideration. I'm not saying I'm bashing it, but it's just like you know he. But also, teams can't afford him. Like he's a very expensive player, and I think just what looks bad, and he doesn't care, and good for him. Like that makes him a villain, and you know I like villains like when he got rid of his starting lineup in LA to get ad
0: sure it's just okay so he here here's my here's my question to you uh Jordan and, and this was highlighted as a positive thing man like it was highlighted as a positive thing when he punched his teammate in the face right and yeah. like it was highlighted as a killer instinct. For, for Jordan, like, if you couldn't play with him, you couldn't, You you like, he didn't want you. Why is that any different from LeBron getting rid of players that didn't know how to play yet, that were
1: soft? Uh, you know, th- this is what really rubbed me the wrong way about LeBron was he, and and before I even continue, this is from the player perspective, nothing personal, nothing. On the court as a player is when he was like, I, you know, I want my damn respect, which a lot of people don't give them respect, but also I'm like, I'm, I'm, but I'm like, LeBron, it, you're, you're going from one point because in the, the little documentary with the whole three to one series thing on ESPN plus, he's like, at that moment, I knew I was the greatest player of all time. I didn't agree, but good for you for saying that. Though. Like, okay. Awesome. Like you can say it. Cause Tom Brady says that, you know, too, like after games are in moments, he's like, I'm the baddest mother after, a, you know, on the field. But I guess in that game, with the Lakers when he won the series. He's like, "I want my re-. He keeps playing he's like, "I want my damn respect." He keeps playing the victim card. I'm like, "We know how great you are, LeBron. Stop acting like you're not um
0: a great player." No, Sammy, I'm pushing back on that really hard. I'm going to be a Go a ahead push minimalist. back because he keeps playing the card. No, not be- playing the victim card. Okay, then then we can stop uh then we can stop crapping on him. Dude, when he when he went to when he went to LA, People forget that before he went down to injury, he had them as a the number four seed in the West with nobody. All right, let's 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 shut up about LeBron uh uh uh, uh, uh going to LA for other reasons. You forget that was a big storyline. A lot of commentators, his first season in LA, were like, "Oh, he's in a different phase of his career. He's not really into the winning thing anymore." Are you kidding me? Like, of of course the Lakers are going to be ass when he comes back. He's missed to injury, and, and 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 let's let's be honest now, like outside of like a few uh, players, it takes attitude to to win in this league. That's why the Sixers haven't made it. The, these youngsters that LeBron was supposed to coach and develop, Jordan bullied the one notable rookie that the Bulls had, and he survived. Tony Kukoc, right? And if we're talking about like uh, uh, losing and 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 uh, keeping respect, dude, Sammy, yes, his Dallas collapse was bad. Yes, his Celtics collapse was bad in 2010. Right, that's what everyone points to for LeBron negatively. Um, at, at least on the court.
1: No, okay. no, I mean, yeah, no, I'm trying to think what else there is on the court negatively. Um, those are
0: those are his two main things: his meltdown yeah, against are... the Celtics in 2010, and uh, the Dallas series in Miami. Uh,
1: I think people also sleep on. I've heard of a lot of people bring this up: uh, the Ray Allen three thing. LeBron missed the shot before. Bosch okay, rebounds. that's and fine. Bring that one up too.
0: That's fine. Uh, uh, Jordan pass it to Steve Kerr. Uh, 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 my answer to. Uh, the Dallas series, how come no one respects LeBron going to the finals in year three? How come no one respects that? Like, uh, 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 uh if we're talking about going to, you know, the finals in year three, uh, uh, yes, the East was great in the 80s, right? You had your uh, Dr. J, uh, um, uh, Moses Sixers. You had your Celtics, right? Yeah. But people... Forget that the Pistons were a regular 60-plus win team in the mid-2000s. They were as close to a dynasty as you were going to get in the East. And they were still a championship-caliber team. And LeBron took the Cavaliers, whose second best player was a player whose name can barely be pronounced by people outside of NBA circles and a third-best player named Booby Gibson and dragged them to the 2007 NBA Finals in his third year. Come on. And then as for, the, as for the, the Celtics and about how like they caused fear in him, Paul Pierce can never comment on basketball again. He is a Celtics he great. To, I will not begrudge down. him that. Yeah, he but,
1: needs to sit down.
0: But, but yes, even that positive thing, I hate how much LeBron caught flack for that 2010 series because the Celtics made their own big three beforehand to combat LeBron. So of course they ran him out of Cleveland. Who, who, who did they have in their front office running things? Danny Ainge? Who did Michael Jordan have to have the shrewd moves to uh, take Scottie Pippen? Jerry Krause before he became an ass, Right? Like, so these are people that have won awards for how good they ran their front office. And who does LeBron have? Dan Gilbert? Dave Griffin? What have either of them done? So if we're talking about, like, uh, 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 multiple things and and, and knocks on, on people, Jordan himself was also said to be too selfish. Right? And it took Phil Jackson to say, we're doing it this way. This is how you win. Right? LeBron had to do that for himself and go find that himself because he wasn't going to get that in Cleveland. What would we have rather done? him stayed in Cleveland and then like uh, 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 uh have his uh, have have Dan Gilbert hold him by the balls for the rest of his career?
1: No, but they mean, weren't going to get him a star. But you can't say that when Michael went to Chicago, that team was already good. No, like you, but you can't, so, but you, 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 I'm just, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand. What, and I, and I agree with you, but we can't say like, oh, he was already heading to a, a
0: a dynasty team. He wasn't, but he did have the help of a great front office. Jerry Krause was amazing. And yes, Phil Jackson, uh, uh, Michael Jordan made Phil Jackson as much as Phil made Michael. But If we're talking about, like, made, made, you can argue that LeBron made Eric Spolstra, too. And even, and, and, and sans LeBron, Phil Jackson, uh, uh, still coached the Kobe Shaq Lakers, the post Shaq Kobe Lakers. Uh, where's Ty Lue now? Not even, like, the front runner for a head coaching job. Where is uh, Byron Scott now? Uh, Eric Spoelstra is the lone example of, of of a coach, and he's still like is still kind of murkying the waters a little bit. Um, oh, freak! I can't even remember uh, uh, his first. Who's 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 that coach that uh, uh, got fi- that that got fired by the Cavs on the second run?
1: Shoot, I don't even remember his name.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, if we're talking about... I'm not saying Jordan had his championships on a silver platter. But there was a lot more resistance LeBron had to encounter. And when Jordan came into the league, there wasn't a Michael Jordan before him. There wasn't a wing player. He came to a league which still worshipped the center. LeBron came into a league... Uh, and it's not like he asked for this pressure in the first place. Of course he embraced it because he's talented and every talented person should embrace the pressures that come with their talent if they want to win and succeed at the highest level. But people were actively looking for the next Jordan. And I, I, as they, they got the closest thing that we're probably ever going to get. If you want a player that emulates the way Jordan plays, go for Kobe. And LeBron will always be the distributor and and the the, the one who will make the quote-unquote right basketball player for better or for worse. I was frustrated in Game 5 when he passed it off to Danny Green. But even for those people that are saying LeBron isn't clutch, he's one of the highest percentage shooters with a minute left to go in a game. And his percentages beat, guess who? Michael and Kobe.
1: In the Finals.
0: Um, I'm not sure about the finals but overall, yeah. Oh, and definitely Kobe in the finals at least. So for those for for everyone that is 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 saying that this isn't a discussion, it's a discussion.
1: I will say it's a every, discussion what? now. I will say it's a discussion now. It wasn't before, it is now.
0: Well, and I will say that the only thing that I will say to, to Jordan's thing. And I saw this, uh, argued shouts out to Colin Cowherd. He, he equated Michael Jordan to Apple, the more iconic, the more ubiquitous, the more, uh, uh, the, the sexier of the two brands, right? Microsoft and LeBron don't pass the eye test as much as Jordan. Like Jordan, like kudos to, 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 to the Jordan brand, man, the shrug game. Um, you have the double nickel at the Garden. How can we don't uh uh highlight LeBron's regular season as much as Michael Jordan's regular season thing at the Garden? How can we don't? And then Probably because
1: LeBron's still playing.
0: Well, and and like he 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 made he made a 27 8 and 9 stat line boring. Um and to those people now, I suffered from the same thing. LeBron doesn't have those iconic moments as much as Jordan does, but the Kobe championship this year in the bubble, the most unique championship ever. He has the three to one capitalized by the block. Um, for me, that dunk over Jason Terry when Jason Terry was on the Celtics, that'll be one of my favorite dunks of all time, where he just yeah, bowled him over. Remember. So. The only thing Jordan really has on LeBron right now solidly are snapshot moments. And LeBron's been catching up. All right. You, hey, no, hey, 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 you hey. Bring, hey, this, you,
1: was your, this was your segment. This was your segment. Come next time. It won't be on the next episode, but come next time. I'm defending MJ. I'll have my monologue set up for you. All right.
0: You Do you want that, this to America? be like a two parter? Yeah, two parter, a two part, <laughs> two part goat series. <laughs> um, but so, all, all I'm asking, and I'm one of those people that are willing to tie the knot between the two of them, truly, because that would be that would mean to me that people that have been hating on LeBron for years, right? People that don't f- follow the branding as closely as they should, that don't read into the headlines as much as they should. Don't buy the sneakers as much as they should. Need to give LeBron his goddamn respect.
1: On top of that note, people are saying what LeBron needs to do, not to top Jordan, but to be considered all-time Laker great. This is me thinking from a Laker fan point of view, and I've seen a lot of Laker fans say this, and I'm starting to agree with them. He's got to win two championships with it um, or not even with AD, I'm not, but, like the the duo that, that, that they were showing the trend I'm like oh that is kind of a trend I didn't see that you know, yeah I didn't realize that but yeah like
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not as concerned with uh the Lakers him becoming an all-time laker great right like I think that's something that you need to let go mentally as a fan of LeBron and just respect his dominance as a player right yeah and I'll I just one more thing if we're pointing out Anthony Davis yes Anthony Davis talent wise at least blows Scotty Pippen out of the water I'll give you that right um but in the thing that he does best guess who outscored him and out rebounded him in the finals um and to that he's only had Anthony Davis for one year and that, Dwayne, that era of Dwayne Wade, that those years of Dwayne Wade that LeBron had, Scottie Pippen was better than, the, than that Dwayne Wade.
1: Well, you know what? I can't wait to let our audience vote and cast their opinion. And listen, people, we say whatever you want in this topic. Please do, and don't hold back. We want to hear what you really think about all of this because i definitely I mean, didn't hold back oh you didn't um, no, did know <laughs> i need so an insulin. hold
0: back no i need an insulin shot
1: so if you think lebron is better than mj then say it and say why if you think no he's not even in the top 10 say why we're not judging it's a it, sports you know sports is always up for discussion
0: analysis in sport is like art Everyone has their own opinion, and they're all bullshit to someone else. Amen. Um, I'm gonna go uh, get some sugar in me so that I don't pass out at the chair. Um, oh my god, uh, Sammy! I need to like, yeah. I need to lie down. <laughs> <laughs>